0: The views expressed on this Turnbuckle Tabloid live stream or Turnbuckle Tabloid podcast episode do not reflect the views, thoughts, or opinions of the Rageworks brand, including the Rageworks podcast network, Rageworks content partners, advertisers, and affiliates. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Hey, Baba. It's Harry Sheik, the Sheiky baby, WWF champion and you're listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid and if you're not listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid Baba, you are a jabroni and I'll fuck you in the ass like Brussels and a whole cooking Shiki baby listens to Turnbuckle Tabloid Baba and you should listen to what Shiki listen to
1: Turbuckle Tabloid.
0: Three, two, one. Yeah, this is going to be a quick intro, ladies and gentlemen. Nobody said not going to be that long. Uh, If you hear a little raspiness in my voice, ringing in the new year is uh, the way that we brought it in, you know, getting it lit. So the voice is a little raspy, a little harsh. But um, other than that, it's um, not much really to to, to talk about and say because, you know, with the new year, I mean, of course, we'll we could talk about you know, rest in peace, Betty White, rest in peace, Max Julian, um, and you know, you know, we we go with the whole spiel of uh, New Year, New Me, whatever. Um, twenty twenty two, it's gonna be my years, hun. I I I I just take it as another day, honestly. It's, honestly, it's just another rollover. Gyms are gonna be packed again. For the first month. Um, I, I, I'm I just looking at the closing out of the football season and the road to WrestleMania and shit. That's <laughs> so all. It's really going down for me. It sucks because you would think that. Um, there's a lot. to. I mean, there's always a lot to look forward. To. I don't want to be like a Debbie Downer and shit. There's always a lot to look forward to, but. It's just a lot of things that you say, yo, everything's a progression and everything's a grind and things happen for a reason. You keep the work and you keep doing what it is that you're doing and you'll get it. It's not like, you know, I'm going to sit and um, foresee, make resolutions or uh, put out goals that I didn't have out there already. I'm going to keep doing what I've already been doing. We're we're already seeing uh, one goal being accomplished by. A friend of the show, our guy Oski, who's making his way out to Disney, he, his dream came true. He accomplished his goal to make it out to Florida and, and work for the land of the, the the mouse ears, and and you know that that should be inspiring to a lot of people. And, you know, and, and for us here, it's, it's about keeping the, the grind going, and um, you know, making sure that we continue to deliver uh, more content um more more love for wrestling and entertaining fun and hilarious ways to bring it to you conversations with friends and new friends to the show um you know any anything that goes down the way to help to bring you guys in, you know um some ear orgasms that uh, tickle your fancy and to provide you with information and 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 uh our opinions of what goes on in wrestling and amongst other things uh, but uh i come i, I come usually to, to 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 the studio and i will go put the mic on and i'm like i have like a, a i've always had like a um a thesaurus of things i want to say a thesaurus thick Dictionary thick stuff I want to say. Then when the mics go on, I just go, it's why? There's not a lot really to say, honestly. So there's not, I'm, I'm hoping everybody's healthy. This, um, um, Muttercron fucking variant is doing damage. The one thing that I can say thankfully, and, uh, I guess that, um, for the most part, for people who who, who have been vaccinated or people who have, um, who are asymptomatic or who have already have had, you know, COVID before, this variant is not as potent. It's it seems to be coming off more as a flu. It's still dangerous depending on uh, who catches it, your um, your immune system, your age, and such. But um, what I'm seeing is pretty much a, a flu. Um, and I'm hoping everyone's doing well. I hope everyone's uh, being protected, being safe, and um. Yeah, man, it's it's just people don't understand that when they when they came to this, you know, during the plagues that happened during the, uh, during the years, nobody knew shit. Nobody knew what the fuck was going on. You know, we're learning about this thing day by day, and you know things are gonna fucking change with the weather the, during the time because you know people want to trust. People don't want to trust science, but yet you will trust the fucking phone. That is science that you hold in your hand to look up fake science. You get my drift? Wait, you won't trust medicine, but you'll trust looking up on your phone or going on fucking fake sites to look up fake medical science. How does that make any sense? won't trust it te- won't trust medical technology which is has leaps far beyond in which we as a society had to deal with 20 years ago to now to where medical science is is, is leaps about yes there is there is bullshit that goes along the line because we all know it's all money making machine we all know that everything's about the money everything's about the money. but you know what's even more crazier is the fact that you can't make money off of dead people stick about it that way you can't make money off of that people. Why don't you why, why why don't we have this conversation? Everybody's like, "Oh, they want to kill you, they want to kill you." Okay. But what are you going to do? You can't rule over no uh, over nothing. The rich can't rule the rich. Let's just make that clear. The it's 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 one of those situations which you got to think about um if you suspect, no problem. Hey, more power to you. Hey, in the beginning I was suspect as well. For a long time. Then I had a, I had a uh I had a moment where I had to come I come to grips with what was going on and then you know with my, my, my livelihood, what I have around me and what I do for a living. And I said, you know what? Hey, I gotta do what I gotta do. You know, so far, knock on wood. I've been okay. Just right now I got the horse throat because of me um, drinking and shit for, for New Year's and stuff, but other than that, I'm fine. i have been sick. I'm okay. Thankfully, uh, family been okay. But what are you gonna do? You know, just make sure that you guard yourself and protect yourself, and protect others around you. Because if you really don't, if you don't, you're a real fucking asshole. And that just basically just tells us what you, as society, really are. You're just pieces of shit. You, you know. If there's anything for the for the new year, if you're, you're, you're if, if for the new year, if you're Christian, do do the works of of what your Lord and Savior would want you to do. Your Christ would want you to do something. Don't have exceptions. Oh, love everyone, but there's certain people. Yeah, no, that's not that's not how he, how he worked. If you believe in him. Other than that, welcome everybody to another episode of i am your host mr ear to the the king of tall style and as always the cheap thrill jay the red Santa here to bring to you another week of professional wrestling um gonna honestly say that this might not be a really long episode because as you know uh the closing week of wrestling had some moments but it was also a lot of um uh, uh best ofs and shit like that uh same thing can happen, same thing, same thing When it came to like the podcast and stuff that we watch And stuff, a lot of people were doing best stuff So uh make sure you check us out On all the social media outlets Check us out on the liking group page on Facebook Check us out on Instagram, by the way On the liking group page on Facebook as well as on Twitter uh The nominees for the 2021 Tabby Awards are going up So uh make sure you guys vote We have 860 some odd people You guys should be voting every fucking time I don't know what the fuck is wrong with y'all, but whatever. Uh, so we're on um, Twitter and we're on um, Facebook with the nominees for uh, each category for the tabbies. So make sure you vote there. collective uh, votes by you guys will be put in consideration for the top four nominees of the year. And we here at Temple Tabway will make the decision on who will win a tabby for us. Also, make sure you check us out on Instagram at Turbocal Tab as well as on Twitter at Turbocal Tab. And be sure you check us out on YouTube and on TikTok at Turbocal Tabloid. Make sure you check out our podcast wherever podcasts are available. You go to iHeart, Spotify, Google Play, Google Podcasts, uh, uh, iTunes, wherever podcasting is available. Make sure you check us out there. Shout out to everybody who downloaded and streamed our recent episode. Uh, it was Goodbye Oski, Hello Disney shocking numbers i just saw i'm shocked i'm not sure whether you guys wanted to hear the episode because you're happy he's leaving or you're sad that he's leaving but i saw the numbers and i was astounded by how many people downloaded streamed the episode so um big shout out to all you guys and make sure you share and let everybody know about what we do here at tabloid also, make sure you check us out. If not on those podcasting outlets, you can always check us out at RageWorksNetwork.com, where the RageWorks family of podcasts live Trek, uh, you know, Trek Unto, Black is the New Black, Toys and Text, and of course, Temporal Tabloid, and much, much more. Make sure you check us out at RageWorksNetwork.com and always check out the fam for reviews, previews, articles, and all things connected to the world of in which we live in, the culture that we live in, pop culture. That is at RageWorks.net. We got video games comic books movies tv shows whatever tickles your fancy toys anything that you enjoy in pop culture is covered reviewed and you know contests are also there and check out the articles as well for all things connected to our world of pop culture we do it for the culture baby pop culture that is so uh i i have to say that um I'm very, I'm very interested to see what the landscape of wrestling is going to be looking like for this upcoming year. We just saw some events that occurred uh, in this past pay per view, as well as what occurred this past week on Dynamite and Rampage. Uh, I'm very, very interested to see how this opens up the floor for the new year. I'll talk about that later on. But also, with uh, indie shows opening up a little bit more. I am, um, going to see if I can start opening my palette up, uh, again, like I used to when I went to the Indies before. It's just that, you know, scheduling wise with work and such like that. Plus a lot of y'all shows is way too far for me, fam. I'm going to be, I don't drive. I have no car. I'm not jumping in a fucking, in an Uber all the way down to blanking shit, Georgia. I'm not going to fucking, um, Eat Trail, Pennsylvania. I'm not doing none of that shit. I, if you're a local, you're, you're you're within the five, four, three boroughs because I'm not going to the Bronx. Fuck that. I ain't doing that shit. Fuck that. Y'all move different up there. Nah, I'm good. I go to the BX. I'm going up there, hammer down, holding that thing, and y'all just going to have to let me in because y'all move weird up there. <laughs> the Bronx is weird. They always talk shit about Brooklyn, but the Bronx is weird. So if, if you're in Queens, Brooklyn, and Manhattan, I'll see ya. But other than that, uh Yeah, y'all journey. I'll watch y'all motherfuckers on a uh, fucking IWTV or on fight. Uh, I, I'll check that out. But um yeah, I'm gonna you know, gonna, gonna open the palette up again, watch a little bit more indies and stuff, bring you guys more content there. Also want to see what I could do with, um, bringing more, um, personalities to the show. You know, seeing as though that, you know, Olsky's gone as a regular, but he'll, he'll, he'll always pop up. He'll always have his time on the show. He's going to have the open door. But, you know, I want to bring, you know, more content, more, more, uh, um, content providers, more influencers onto the show. I know a lot of times, wrestling podcasts get over by putting wrestlers on and I really do have enjoy having conversations with those individuals but I also enjoy having conversations with peers and people of my uh ilk who enjoy wrestling and just have a a um fair and thought provoking opinion on wrestling even if even if it's clouded by marxism if you're a mark and such like that. It doesn't matter. I still enjoy to have those conversations and such. So let's uh let's keep that doorway open for for new um uh, new providers of of wrestling content here on Turbo Tabloid as well as the wrestlers and uh the movers and shakers of the insider wrestling as well. That's what we're gonna do. So leading up to this week, wrestling run right now got much shit to talk about. Just when I you know when it came to content. It was short, you know, and not very much entertaining. But when it came to news stories, there was a plethora of news stories that went out. There's actually uh, there was actually two that I had on my radar that I wanted to put as the main event. But I also said that, um, yeah, I might, I might discuss one and use it more as cutting a promo for the next episode. Uh But we'll see. I, I'll I'll call it on the fly. I'll uh, you know if I make an audible, I make an audible. We'll talk about that. Also, around the square circle, what do we watch and wrestling listen to? And like I said, not much really on on the table. Um Some shocking things moving closer to day one. I'll discuss day one. My review of it will be on the next episode, uh, and you'll be surprised on my thoughts about that, or maybe not. Uh, also, um. What else is transpiring In the world of wrestling and such and such So guys don't go anywhere stick around It's 2022 ladies and gentlemen And let's make sure that uh We keep it as lit In 2021 as we did in 2022 Okay we, it really wasn't that lit though It really wasn't They made sure that shit This fucking COVID shit made sure that But we'll be out of it soon ladies and gentlemen I have faith in that I really do So guys don't go anywhere stick around we will return Check you guys out in a second is former WWE announcer greg Hamilton in your listening to Turnbuckle
1: Tabloid. It's wrestling rundown with Jay Santi. Live from New York, in- Turnbuckle Tabloid.
0: Many of you were worried about my fantasy football and how I'm doing. Well, apparently I'm I'm playing for second, fl- or second place. So uh, it's a nice little chunk of change when it comes to the money league. It's a nice little something you get after the holidays. Um, because it was a whole. I know it first and second place you're supposed to you know play each other and whatever case, but it was a whole ridiculous. This is what happens when you fuck with dudes and. You realize that they ain't shit Because they don't pay on time And when they don't pay their league fees on time It fucks up the whole Schematics of how The league should be done And everybody gets pissed off Because one dude is an asshole But All in all the league was a success It was the first time I I, I commissioned non-money leagues Like I'll do one for the Turnbuckle Tabloid League And I'll do one for uh, There was one that we've been having for years I used to come from TRSS The Civil War League And We've been doing that for a while. So I'll commission those. Not nah, money. Because I I, you know, I I don't really like fucking with you know, handling money. But at work, you know, the guys wanted to do one after being in one for a long time. And then I said, fuck it. I'll take it. And I commission it again. And this time, it wasn't so bad. It wasn't. I, I, I got to say, guys wouldn't go. It's one asshole. One dude. Got to be the prick. Don't pay this money on time. You paid it late. And I, I sent it back to you. I was like, nah, dude. You're too late, fam. Too late. So, right now I'm playing for second place, um, which is yeah, it's 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 a good thing. It's, it's a it's a really really good thing. Finally, I found success in fucking fantasy football after many years of doing shit, doing I mean horrible in it. I've um I finally f- broken ground. I think I'm actually doing going to be a uh, John Madden of this. Rest in peace, John Madden. Which, by the way, a lot of people are, are sending their you know condolences and stuff to John Madden, but they only know John Madden from the video game. And they actually think that he's the one that like had any influence and impact on how the game is made or done or whatever. And it's like, no. He only slapped his name on a game. He put his moniker on it. He really had no influence on any of the games at all but um rest in peace john Madden. great coach great announcer especially that voice of his is uh legendary and uh we can only uh hope that we can find someone later on down the line who will be half as influential in the sports commentating especially for football more like football which by the way i think i have it in a new story i'll talk about it in a new story but in any case um it was a drop that i wanted to do let me see if i can find it quick but in any case yeah um yeah man john madden shit that was a uh, the, the, the the last week of the year really took out some heavy hitters man shit wow everybody was crushed about the betty white shit that was like I mean, honestly, we were sitting there ready to celebrate the 100th anniversary, you know, the 100th anniversary, well, you can can say that, Uh, 100 years and such, we we, we were ready to throw down, party and all that shit, then we get hit with that, it's like shit, right at the last fucking day, I like one of the memes that it was uh, her choking out (laughs) uh, 2021, that was fucking hilarious, Oh, I thought I made the drop. I right, got it. But right, I'll make it later. But uh, I'm the Norm McDonald of this segment and uh this is wrestling rundown weekend update. So kick off uh kick off this week's rundown, we have the Rollins attacker. Seth Rollins attacker was actually at the MSG show this past week. Uh, Fans and some onlookers noticed that the dude who attacked Seth Rollins doing Raw about a month ago was at MSG's live show the day after Christmas. That's fucking creepy. Uh, Remember, at the time, Rollins had to pull out due to COVID, and um, he wasn't able to make that show, but he's been cleared. But, uh, yeah, that was... um, Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty fucking creepy. New York City dudes are just weird, man.
1: Oh, oh, a little bit of the bubbly.
0: By the way, I can say that because I'm a New York City dude. Uh, Independent wrestler Marcus Crane passes away. Uh, Marcus Crane is known for the indie scene and is also known for his deathmatch wrestling as well as his um, time at GCW and other independent wrestling uh, wrestling promotions. Young man was... um, Going through some health issues, seems as though that he had taking a um, a spill at one time, which led to some uh, cranial injuries, and those injuries did not seem to subside. And unfortunately, he passed away from um, possibly those injuries. So, um, Marcus Crane, dead at the age of thirty-two. I am the best in the world at what I do. It's said that Sonny Kiss uh, dresses in the woman's locker room, and some people believe that that's weird and awkward. I don't. If they don't give a fuck, why would I? It's not like they have, the women have anything that Sonny wants. I mean, honestly... And, and, he, and Sonny's probably is fucking more feminine than they are. So, you know, people were, were taken aback by the fact that this occurs. And it's like, yeah, but then the guys will fucking feel awkward if Sonny is sitting there changing in front of them. To double S sword. Fuck it. Let Sonny change what Sonny wants to change at. Whatever.
1: Stupid, 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 stupid.
0: I'm not doing that. Uh, Jake Atlas debuted at AEW Dark this past week. The formerly retired (laughs) Atlas uh, makes his return to wrestling this past week. And, um, yeah, who didn't see this coming, right? Right. Not sure if I believe that they did offer a contract. No, it was was a handshake by Khan, but I'm not sure whether or not he was offered the contract. So uh, we shall see how that transpires. You know you know what? You just made the list. Vince McMahon once wanted Madden to not well, maybe not once. I think he wanted him a few times to work at WrestleMania. It seems that the reports have come out that uh the voice of the NFL, John Madden, was asked numerous times by Vince McMahon to at least call one match or be a part of the WrestleMania festivities and the WrestleMania show. But eighth time Madden turned it down due to possible contract uh, obligations or the fact that, as you know, Madden wasn't really a guy about flying. He was never uh, um, into airplanes. This is why he quit coaching after a few years because he couldn't just do the flying around anymore. So that's why he had the all Madden bus. What a way to go, right? That's fucking awesome shit. If that's the way... I could travel. I would do it that way. I would. I would love to travel by bus. I would. You get to see the countryside and all that shit. Make stops. Be at a. Be at certain areas and uh, be all Americana. Plus the fact that on a bus, at least like you ain't got to deal with a lot of other fucker jackoffs. So yeah, Vince basically just uh, been numerous times where, where it was. Hedging on getting Madden, but it does not did not seem to work out for him.
1: Do you have to ask permission from your father-in-law first?
0: First time since nineteen ninety that the Undertaker was not used in any capacity on a WWE event. We didn't see him on, on any programming on TV. 2021 marked the first time we had not seen The Undertaker. 30 years. Wow. That's a stretch. That's a that's a that's a run. How much you want to bet he shows up at fucking WrestleMania since it's gonna be a Texas? You ain't even half a dog. You just a little piece of shitsu. Jimmy Wang Yang has uh finished his time as a producer in WWE uh, this came this past week and um seems like the both parties uh, cut ties mutually Wang was just placed as a interim producer during the time giving you know getting some time to see um if that is Kind of thing that he wants to do I believe he was brought in in October And after his Trial run he basically said Yeah this is not for me at this point in time So um uh, Apparently he's a really good uh, um, uh, um Instructor, teacher And uh, also very well in tune With wrestling but at this time being for him To be a producer maybe WWE Is not the environment for him To be at so uh to see if he'll land on his feet somewhere else.
1: Do you understand me,
0: Pepper? Oh God, it's just fucking screeching. Uh, congratulations, to Jim Ross! Making an announcement this week that he is cancer-free uh, after his time with um, doing his chemotherapy for his skin cancer. He's gotten a clean bill of health. The skin cancer is in remission, and uh, good old JR was back behind the microphone this past week on. Dynamite so congratulations to him And stay healthy and stay safe Good old buckaroo I feel like I'm watching One of my movies because this whole Damn thing sucks Goldberg needs surgery Apparently the uh, The old geezer <laughs> Now um, Goldberg Has said that uh, he's been dealing with uh, Shoulder injury for some time And um, He's been putting it off so apparently, this is going to be the time of season before he has one more match to have in WWE. He'll make sure to get that surgery done and put out of out of the way before he can have his last match. So um, I don't know his last his last going with uh, McIntyre and uh, Bobby Lashley wasn't that bad. So maybe he has one more in him. And eh, let me shut the fuck up.
1: There's only one word to describe you, and I'm going to spell it out for you. X uh,
0: X-Pac is cleared to wrestle after um, some time off and dealing with some nagging injuries, especially after surgery. X-Pac had recently announced on the podcast that, yes, he is now cleared to wrestle, and he is looking forward to finding some place where he could have his final run in uh the wrestling ring um uh, i would like to see him in um in wwe i would like to see him get a couple of matches in there i would like him to do like the world tour go to every promotion and just do one last run before he could call it quits still a young man he's barely young i don't even think he's 50 yet so he still has some under his belt but you know X Pac is one of those dudes that's been uh, uh well liked in the in the locker room and um also very much a a uh, a locker room kind of leader he's been known to never uh, shy away from giving other up and coming wrestlers advice as such and also known to be one of the to be known as one of the coolest white dudes out there as well so like uh good luck to him i i would hope that one day maybe i could get
1: him hmm.
0: let's see Get him on the show you fucking freaks
1: Y2J is telling you, if you can't say something entertaining, then shut the hell up.
0: <laughs> so, the much-awaited match in which people are looking forward to see uh, Jonathan Grisham and Brian Danielson could have happened at Final Battle. Uh, reports have come out stating that this could occur, and Danielson was said has been has uh, been known to say that if the opportunity was there, I would have taken it. I would have uh, I've gone out my way to have it. But I think, um, the powers that be at certain places, Tony Khan, um, was maybe hoping that that can happen on AEW. So mm, that would have been fun to see that, that would have been really, really interesting to, to see. I, I, I'm looking forward in 2022 to see what, um, what Grisham is gonna be able to do out there? I've been watching this kid for a long time, and uh, I remember watching him like during when the Bucks were were um in Ring of Honor and Cody and shit. And I would say this fucking guy wrestles rings around these dudes. I mean, honestly, so I'm glad to see that the look that he's getting these days. So we'll um we'll I I'm I'm interested to see if it does happen in AEW. We shall see. Because I sunned you. Uh Johnny Knoxville has made an announcement on Twitter stating that he will be an entrant in the Royal Rumble. Of course he will be. Why not? Um It's 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 necessary especially now because you know Vince loves to entertain the celebrities. He's got to have some kind of uh celebrity fodder occur. Will we see Steve-O come in with him? Hmm, interesting. These guys are older now. What kind of bumps can they take? And I think the last... Well, the last time Steve-O was there, he had mentioned that Umaga beat the shit out of him. So um, I, I am hoping that maybe this time around he knows how to sell a little bit better and um, he won't have to take the punishing that he had received before. And as for Knoxville... The guy's got nothing else better to do. But my shit is that if Vince wants Johnny Knight, is Knoxville still relevant. I'm 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 believing they're doing it because, you know, Jackass, the movie's coming out again. Uh, the, the I think it's four is coming out. So is this why we're doing this? Possibly. I mean, because honestly, who really gives a fuck uh, about these guys anyway? Just stupid idiots. Speaking of Royal Rumble, there seems to be a. Problem that's going to occur this Year and that problem Being the women's Royal Rumble In case you guys Haven't noticed um, The women's roster on WWE is mm, Pretty thin Doesn't look like we're going to be seeing A 30 woman Royal Rumble We might have to see a 20 Woman Royal Rumble unless they're bringing out superstars from everywhere or people getting one-shots. um, That would be interesting. That would be interesting. Wouldn't it be interesting if they brought out wrestlers from other promotions? WWE won't do that, but that would be kind of fun, though. And and it's not even necessary to like have them go over. Just have them go, have their spot, do a moment, and then they, they leave. But, yeah, Vince is not going to do that, no. Because I sunned you. Oh man, I just did that one. Shit. Um, speaking of women and leaving, guys haven't heard. Tony Storm just picked up their shit, hush it, bounce. Um, yeah. I'm um. Not sure whether to, I see. The, it was this story or the other one that I wanted. To, I wanted to probably save for the main event you know what that's what i'll do let me just go into the main event right now and then uh no you know what let me go to the other one quick and then come back and i'm not even gonna edit it i'll just uh i'll I'll save this one for the main event it's good good to be the champion That's what happens i'll call it on the fly so uh, i'll save the tony stone one for the main event because this one i want to elaborate on in cutting a promo next episode so apparently, uh, Big Swole went on her podcast to discuss why she left AEW and what was the parting about and such. And with that being said, she discussed that her reasons for leaving was due to a lack of diversity within the promotion, which drew some heavy criticism from the fan base, but also a response from Tony Khan. I will go into it more in length in cutting a promo. But Khan's response was basically that the fact that, um, due to her lack of and uh, wrestling um, skills, this is why she was easily let go. Um, the one thing that I can say on this aspect, and I, like I said, I'll embellish it more next episode. On both ex- on both spectrums, is one i think swole is a little bit off on what she said there is some reasoning to see who is on the upper tier in that promotion but that's not only that promotion it's everywhere i'll also go into the numbers and percentage-wise of um, uh, minorities and such in professional wrestling as well as um who is their headliners And I'll do a rundown on who's Everybody's champ and the case may be And we'll show that um, But in that company I'm I'm going to say That she was more along the line Of looking at um, Blacks Within the promotion As per the browns Or the yellows You know I get my drift As in the, the, the Latinos latinas and the asians so uh i'll get into that but as for khan's response he's a bitch he is oh my he's a sensitive bitch honestly oh my god i'll i'll get into more later in the critical problem because i believe i I could fill 20 25 minutes about that whole shit so uh yeah let's get to the main event You know, I used to get bothered by the hiccups and the sound effects that uh, that come out of here, especially with this this program, but they actually started coming out. You know, they're sounding kind of cool. So, this past week we learned that Tony Storm abruptly left the WWE. Seems as though that she literally just packed her bags and got the fuck out of Dodge. After a live show, she pretty much um said two fingers up, I'm out. And Bounced, left, right off the yak, gone Seems as though that she may have asked the company for her release There's still speculative uh, stories about that And the company did not uh, honor it just as yet They wanted to have conversations about, about it But it seems as though that she didn't want to hear it And just decided to leave As I drink my ginger ale, thank you Um, yeah Now I spoke earlier about the whole situation With Jeff, with Jeff Hardy And his uh, Basically walking out During a match Now, uh, Tony didn't do this She didn't walk out during the match She just left after the match And um, people were discussing about um, Hardy, maybe this is, you know, He had something going on, maybe something was wrong Maybe something wasn't wrong This was just him, you know Making a decision, blah blah whatever the case may be. And in that conversation, I said that it's fucked up. You should honor your contract. You should. You should honor your contract. Or in Jeff Hardy's case, retire. Wrestlers do it all the time. Just fucking retire. You've earned you've earned that respect and seniority that if you want to just retire, you can do that. Just walk away. It's fine. In Tony's case, she's twenty six years old. She was feeling burnt out and um not sure she was comfortable with the creative process that was occurring within the the um the structure in which she was in right now. She was in an angle with Charlotte, which is a big that's a big thing. You know, you're you're you are you are you are coming off of being um NX out of NXT they put you in uh uh on smackdown and mind you you know she, she she spoke on a podcast saying that you know she didn't feel comfortable just sitting around waiting and catering for such but you know sometimes especially with the way that that roster is when it comes to the women your number could be called at any moment and it seems as though that um the higher ups at WWE really liked her they took this as a surprise that she would just walk away like that Good looking woman, she's got a fatty. Oof, oof. Tony Storm, yummy. And the best part about it, she could fucking wrestle. That's the shit. She she can go. She was a finalist in the Mae Young Classic. She's been in NXT UK. She's been in NXT. She's done remarkable things that we've seen her do in wrestling for for the promotion for the company. So why wouldn't they put a rocket on her back in any you know any shape or form? It could have happened. But she decided to walk away. Now, with what I had said about Jeff Hardy, I say in this case with Tony Storm, I, I, I admire her for having the tenacity and the balls to do that, to just say, fuck it, I I got to go. I can't be here. I got to leave. And I know people are sitting there, well, that's just a, woman, a womanly thing to do. And it's like, no, if you guys did not just see – this past fucking uh, Sunday Antonio Brown just walked off On his fucking team He took off his jersey Took off his shirt And said I'm out of here Walk the fuck out So it's not a womanly thing to do Well, Antonio Brown's a bitch Any case um, I admire that That you could just walk away From whatever amount of dollars Of money and just leave But another thing once again You just don't do that You just It's not professional And other companies are going to look at you differently for that because they're going to believe that you can just do that at any moment. You could sit there and say, you know, it's just that because I can't deal with the rigors of what they had going on, the road, I'm not, you know, I'm more of a um independent free individual. This this um restrictive kind of lifestyle is not for me. So you ask for your release and you just go out quietly. Now, Depending on how long your contract was WWE could just be dicks And be like yo You're not wrestling for nothing For as long as your contract is We'll pay you not to wrestle Or just make her sweat it out Just You're not gonna wrestle You're not gonna do shit You'll pay to stay home Unless she comes out with something That says that You know Uh Uh it's it was a, a a psychological thing i have a mental disorder or i you know i have uh chronic depression something of all that uh, of along those lines or maybe uh some kind of harassment on uh, you, you, we don't want to hear that but you know that could be something that 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 would be thrown out there um yeah like wwe could basically be like mm, yeah, no. You're going to stay your ass the fuck home and we're going to pay you for that. You're not wrestling for nobody now. Because now everybody's going to believe that they can do that. They could just feel like they could just pack their bags and get the fuck out and leave and go home. And that's not how you do business. It's not how you do business. So hope everything works out well for her. Like I said she's a very talented wrestler. You know, she she has the look. She has the, the persona, the gimmick works for her. everything uh, straight up and down. It's, uh, it's screaming, it's screaming, uh, um, money, but you doing what you just did girl. It's not a good look. It's really not a good look. You really should, you really should have thought about that before you just made that exit. All right. Uh, when we come back, we'll have around the square circle, what we watched, what we listened to. And, um, of course what happened during the week so guys don't go anywhere stick around we return i'm gonna drink some more ginger ale my voice is getting a little bit more horsey that's why i love drinking my beer but now nah, now nah, gotta tone that down as well um it's funny because i was on a podcast i'll tell you guys not look too, too long ago shout out to um my people At quite frankly they had me on their patreon episode and i was already doing termical tabloid and i was already going like already a six pack and maybe two in And He had me go on to theirs Mind you I did I did I did a very good job I got a lot of um, uh, Praise for my knowledge And my uh, entertainment When I brought materializing content For the episode But they did kind of Hear me bit drunky I did have the slur Going on here and there So I promised myself I ain't gonna do that again if anything, I'll just wait till the end. Or if you're having a drink, I'll have one too. So I'll do that. But other than that, mm. it did sound I did sound fun though. It it, it 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 was some funny shit. But uh, other than that, guys, don't go anywhere. Stick around. We will return. Mind you, check out those guys at Quite Frankly Stern Podcast. If even if you're not a Stern fan or or you don't like Howitzer, they're they're very uh, they're very good at what they do, and it, it, it'll. Um, Give you a little insight on what, how it was, and what he is now. So uh, check those guys out. Quite frankly, check out their Facebook page as well as um their Patreon, and check them out on all podcasting and uh, YouTube sites. So don't go nowhere. Stick around. We we'll return. Check you guys in a sec. What's going on, everybody? Tony G here, better known to the world as Josie's Boy, aka your girl's favorite artist. And today I'm here to tell you about my company painted in blue painted in blue is a creative house established in 2017 and we specialize in handmade custom leather goods we coined the term luxury minimalism because we believe even in your everyday life no matter how much running around you have to do you can still stand out and be fly we create everything from luxury handbags to wallets and some of the best leathers you can find that you would love to carry on a day-to-day basis so if you believe in looking fly while you handle your business while pushing fashion forward make sure you guys go to painted Don't forget to follow us on social media at underscore painted blue on Instagram and on Facebook at Paintin and blue.
1: All right. What's going on, everybody? This is JV Lewis in St. Louis. You know, y'all can check me out on YouTube at JV Lewis. Y'all can check me out on Twitter and Instagram, you know, the Stardust app at JV Lewis 77. You know, I do wrestling, video games, reaction videos, all that type of stuff. So y'all want to check me out, y'all can go ahead and do so.
0: Round the square circle, ladies and gentlemen. Sounds so beautiful, don't you agree? Just gonna quickly go through this. Um, I'm excited because it looks like I'll be winning second place in my fantasy football league. So yay to me! Um, what I watched this week on YouTube, I watched old school wrestling. I watched the uh, OSW this week. Day the guys did a uh, Warriors comic book, especially they elaborated on his Christmas edition of the comic book. Guys. It's fucking hilarious like we thought warrior was kooky as a wrestler and promo but to be a part of a comic book series uh wow check it out osw's uh their 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 review of uh ultimate warriors comic books uh Cornette, he uh discussed uh, a segment that occurred this past week on dynamite which we'll talk about soon and um yeah that was pretty much it on my end like i said there wasn't really much to go through everybody was on best of mode this week and um listening to other podcasts and such i was like nothing's really jumping out at me so um yeah so let's get into raw let's quickly breeze through this ladies and gentlemen let's go let's get through let's get through the motions ladies and gentlemen We get the opening of Raw. We had uh, Randy and, of course, Matt Riddle, team, team RK Bros, starting off. And they were interrupted by uh, um, Alpha Academy. We had Gable and Otis come out, which led up to a match between uh, Riddle and Gable. I would like to see that more come along down with these guys. I feel that um, Alpha Academy would actually be a stronger team to chase for the title now. We've seen Street Profits and all these other guys do it. So let's see Alpha Academy become a dominant team to be in the hunt for the tag titles. Uh, We get Riddle with the win. At the end, we have Riddle axed Randy for a hug for, for Christmas. and. We got not one but two. But the funny part about that was Randy teased as if he was going to hit him with the RKO, and he stopped and he started laughing because Nah, I got you. And and Riddle was like, Oh you like he got scared. I thought it was fucking hilarious. I thought it was was pure genius by Randy. A lot of these guys are starting showing some character. I mean, even Brock has been showing some character lately. That he actually might be not much of a douche that everybody has been saying that he is. Uh, After that match, that we get. Randy, well, that was that was the whole prelude after that match is when the Randy Orton and um and um defeated Otis in the match, and that's when the whole thing happened. Uh we get the twenty four seven championship with Dana Brooke and Reggie squaring up and going up against Tamina and uh R Truth and the mixed tag, skip, Dana and um Reggie win. Street Fop uh the Street Profits and the Mysterios go head to head. Really good match, fun match to watch. Of course, you you you, you get the uh, the usual spots, but you also really start to see that these guys, um, when you look at Dominic and you look at uh Montez, that they're they 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 could be something more for the WWE company if they um if the powers that be invested in them, uh, the profits get to get to win and. They are to challenge Team RK-Bro at the day one pay-per-view. Eric Bischoff returned to WWE. Uh, He'll be the one who's going to officiate The Miz and Maryse's uh, renewing their vows. AJ came to the ring. uh, And um, he was supposed to have a match with Amos, but uh, Grayson Waller comes out. So they're continuing their rivalry. Uh, Grace said uh, once AJ showed up on NXT, he decided to do the same on Raw. Um, AJ mentioned that Raw is where the stars are made and Grace is not a star as of yet. Apollo Cruz and uh, Commander Aziz interrupt. And this is when Apollo said that almost isn't here right now, but if he wants to face a giant, he could go up against Aziz. Yeah, but AJ said, I'd rather go up against him. Is AJ turning face? I don't know. AJ defeats Apollo Cruz. Then we get uh, Kevin Owens going up against Cedric Alexander. This was not much to go by. Owens defeats Alexander. Then uh, Owens hits Shelton with the Stunner after the match. Uh, Damian Priest and Ziggler are next. I think if you're not if you if you're gonna shit, then get off the pot with this because I know that this is their. Um, mini angle going on, like the B or C storyline for the United States title. Uh it's just dragging along. Ziggler gets the 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 win by via DQ. Then we get um Ms. Maurice are renewing their vows. Edge interrupts. You know, everybody was excited to see Eric Bischoff. And when Edge interrupts he, he asked him about um, you know, wearing white for the wedding and then of course the bloodbath the bloodbath aka dropping of tar because it's not red anymore it's black you also got to remember this was uh this was a night that where um a lot of stars didn't show up because of covid mm-hmm. so yeah they they pretty much rushed this, this this episode but it wasn't bad i have to say raw was not bad this week as much as people would have knocked it i don't think it was a bad show this week this leads up to NXT 2.0. Uh, I try to watch this. I am telling you, I really, it's really not my cup of tea, but I'll just give you guys a basic rundown. What went down here? Grayson Waller defeats Odyssey Jones after the match. AJ Styles appeared on the Titan trial and initiated a challenge to Grayson for new year's evil next week. That's going to be the reason why people watch us, but they did say that the numbers went up this week in the ratings, So I guess that AJ, um, that AJ presence is helping, which I've been saying for the longest time. Why not have some of the main roster stars just, Make a presence at NXT sometimes Fucking assholes um, Imperium's Volta And the NXT Championships And the NXT Champions And uh, Raw Tag Team Champion Riddle And MSK Was made official for New Year's Evil as well We get Harland A.K.A. Bold Brock Lesnar defeating Andre Chase after the match Harlan attacked one of Chase's students and kidnapped him please don't make him heidenreich let's not let's not do this let's not make him um um lars sullivan let's let's not do this the kid looks like he could have such potential all right NXT Cruiserweight Champion Roderick Storm and NXT Champion Carmelo Hayes had a contract signing for their title unification match, Creed Brothers attacked Trick Williams and put him through the table. Of course, when there's a table signing, uh, someone has to go through the table, right? Solo Sikoa defeats Santos Escobar. That kid got, he's got a good look for him too. I I I don't I don't see him being on NXT for too long. Boa in the face paint attacks Sola Socorro backstage. And then we get Harlan almost tossing Andre Chase's student off the roof, but Joe Gacy stopped him. Von Wagner defeats Malik Blade. Then we get Rachel, uh, Raquel Gonzalez and Cora Jade defeating Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray. Uh, Raquel and Cora will now battle Mandy Rose for the NXT Women's Title. Uh, next, next week's New Year's Evo. And that close out NXT, which leads up to AEW dynamite.
1: So attached
0: to the schedule, nice. AEW Dynamite, ladies and gentlemen. Oof. Oof. Okay. So we get FTR and the Hardy family going head to head against Kristen Cage and Jurassic Express. And the um and the tag team champions, the Lucha Bros. This is probably the first time that I watched all these guys that I possibly liked in a ring and went, what the fuck is going on here? Too much going on. Nothing made sense. It was just all over the fucking place. Just when AEW, when you think that AEW has it, just when they have it, they go right back to the bullshit. And it kills me because you know, the fan base is sitting there going, oh, you 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 don't you, you don't get it. This is how wrestling is this day. No, it's not. It's really not, though. Yeah, you guys like it like that. Not everybody does. This is the ratings will prove it as well. Not everybody is is, is sipping this fucking Kool-Aid. FTR and that crew get the win after um Christian Cage uh tagged himself in and they became like a discrepancy between he and, uh, Penta. And uh, it just was a shit fucking load. Then, of course, after we did that, we get another fucking multi-man tag match. We get Danny Garcia and 2.0 going ahead together with King, uh, Kingston and Santana Ortiz. Once again, another match that was just all over the place. I love my peoples. I fucked with Kenny and them. Hell, I'm even gra- gravitating to, to, to 2.0. They're they actually looking better here than they did in NXT and WWE. But once again, this match was all over the place as well. Uh, the finish looks sloppy as shit. And then finally, we have to, you know, after um, 2.0 and Garcia decide that they are, put the beatdowns on, on Proud and Powerful, we get a run-in by Jericho to clear the house. And Eddie wasn't happy about that. Once again, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? We get an announcement that Lucha Bros will be going head-to-head with the Jurassic Express for the AEW tag titles. For the first Dynamite in 2022, which will be on TBS, ladies and gentlemen. They're moving. They're shifting. I wonder how that will affect the ratings. TBS, I believe TBS is more um, available for cable providers than TNT. I'm not quite sure how that works in other um, cable outlets. But I think this might help Dynamite ratings. We, we shall see. MJF told Warlow that uh, he needs to qualify to face of the Revolution ladder match, and once Wardlow wins, that uh, he's gonna have to take his um, his win, claim it his own because, of, as per his contract, uh, in which he brought his lawyer in, that anything that Warlow uh, receives as Prize or accolades, it is automatically given to MJF. Then we get Warlow beating the shit out of Colin Delaney. Remember Colin Delaney? He actually put on some weight. He doesn't. He doesn't look like the skinny schlub that we knew from years ago. He put on some weight. He looks really good, and he's a good worker. After that match, we get uh, Sean Spears hitting him on the back with a chair. Heel shit. Uh, Adam Cole then declared that he and Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly are the Paragon of AEW. I guess that's going to be their names now. The Paragon. Kyle said he knows that Bobby has his back, but questioned if Cole has his or if it'll be the last time. Actually, Cole didn't say it. It was um, Kyle who said that they're the Paragon. So it was not Cole who said it. This was during the segment where uh, Cole had told... um, the Young Bucks to uh, move or that he has it. He'll deal with it. He'll deal with their other conversation. Then we get a match. We get the um, the semifinals match between Cargill and Dunderosa. Rosa. I'm going to be honest here. I've been giving her shit for the longest. This is probably the first time. First time that she looked good here. I'm talking about Cargill. She looked good here, but she's in there, in there with a pro like Thunder Rosa. The only problem that I have with this is she could, she tried her best to sell the leg injury, but it just still wasn't, I I still wasn't getting it. And then, <coughs> excuse me, after you win, and the way you win, you you still want to put the pose it's like you should have worked it should have been a workout like you should have you you it should have been like you barely won that match because they finally gave her a match that lasted longer than fucking two minutes, so make it look like you got worked out because Thunder gave you shit Thunder Rosa gave you the works by the way Thunder Rosa's outfit looked fucking spot off she was lady Wolverine uh weapon X' in some cartoons. Uh, some comics, she was awesome. Or oh, X, um, what's it? X twenty two. Yeah, I think it's X X. Yeah, she's uh, Lady X twenty two. Some shit like that. Um, after the match, we get a run in, of course, with someone wearing a fucking hoodie and a mask. And who was it? Mercedes Martinez. I love Mercedes Martinez. That's shout out to the peoples. But why are you running in like the same fucking gimmick like you did when you was in Retribution? And if so. Why reveal you? Why can't you just do a run in and then run out? Just run in, beat the shit out of the roses, and run out. It, it, it's it's odd. CM Punk uh, comes out, cuts a promo, saying he's the first time in Daly's place, and you know he goes back and forth. He acknowledges uh, Brody Lee, um, and then he um. Of course mentions MJF Saying the match they had last week With the, um, the, the six man tag Where He didn't, he tried to compare himself to, role, uh, to Rowdy Piper Rowdy Piper laced up his wrestling boots But um, MJF Laced up his running shoes It was a good quip And um, Basically saying Punk had basically said that uh, Tony Khan's wasting his money It was a bigger waste of money to have MJF there that, uh, Just like having Tim Tebow Inside football. Fucking reference. Uh, Pillman called out Malachi Black. Black came out and then disappeared. Spooky. Cody Rhodes versus Ethan Page was announced for the TNT Championship. And this is when we had gotten the segment of shit. I'm not even going to fucking waste time playing the audio of this fucking trash. The only thing that I found Credible and um, Enjoyable was the fact that Paul Heyman And Cornette was mentioned in this But Brandy is it's, it's um. Somebody said that she's like The bargain basement Stephanie McMahon And I totally fucking Agree it's just Egregious How this woman is still on fucking TV Why and it's Remember, I spoke about X Pac earlier. How about everybody loved him? Loved him, but there's also a phrase in wrestling, a terminology called X key meaning that you're just around too much or you're doing too much. Go to fuck home. We don't, we don't like you because you just here. Like, it ain't even because you're being a heel. It's just like you're just here. Go somewhere. And that's what Brandy is. How am I supposed to believe that this woman is in going is going to step in the ring with three fucking guys, and then want to start some shit? Then with the stupid fucking line, of course you got to be, oh, you got a black belt when I'm a black bitch. And it's like, oh, why, why, why must you punish the fans with this bullshit? Why? <sighs> and then finally, we get um Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, and Kyle O'Reilly. Against Best Friends and Orange Cassidy And I did not give a fuck About this fucking match By the way I, I've said it before Trent looks really good after coming back I really did not give a fuck And this was a dynamite that I thought would actually be good Because it's was in Daly's Place But it's fucking abysmal Ugh. Atrocious I, I was totally turned off To this fucking nonsense Not gonna go through Um Smackdown really Because Smackdown was basically a highlight show So we won't go there um, Since we're here Might as well touch down on Rampage Which Honestly Nothing made fucking sense In the show either I know all you guys were Fucking jacking off in your own faces With the Fatal 4-Way street fight with the women But Jesus why for fucking melted stars why it was it was oh my God just quickly um uh darby Allen and uh defeats uh Anthony Bowen's, which wasn't a bad match let me let me not um let me not uh take the piss out of that. It was actually a really good match um Bowen's is a, is a legit star um some of the uh classic uh wrestling tropes was there with you know uh Max Caster you know trying to um, uh distract the referee you know, Darby throwing up the middle finger you know and hitting a in an outside spot on on Caster. Bowen's like I said look, looks good. So real solid wrestler. Um Darby gets the win here after the match. Um El uh uh El Idiota Andrade comes out, which I don't know why. Why are we you know what it is with AEW? There's no I don't know, there's no like storytelling to to mesh why Someone has heat with someone else Just because they've had one match against them Or um, They bumped into each other in a hallway Or Someone was in the same bathroom And didn't like the fact that they didn't flush After they took a shit And they know about it All of a sudden there's this Angle and this heat And I don't It never makes any sense to me But after that uh Caster and Um And uh, 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 Bowens beat the shit out of Sting and uh, and Darby Then we get the Fatal (sighs) 4-Way Did somebody say Did one of these girls go up to them and say Can we do what uh, Britt and Thunder did? Can we? Sure, go out there Got five minutes to do it Right off the rip First of all uh, um, the bunny throws the most sloppiest punch at the chair I have ever seen a person throw, and then have brass knuckles on. Then the ba- the brass knuckles fall out. She gets punched in the head. She's taken out for another fucking three minutes until you can finally see that she's bladed. Then we get the spot that's outside. Ty Conti's laid on a fucking table. And Penelope does a uh, uh, moonsaw off, the table doesn't break. It almost looked like a busted fucking uh, tie in the face with a with a with a knee. This whole match was shit. Shit. Three women left bloody for no fucking reason. Um, who was it? Um Oh, Conte got hit in the head with a fucking glass bottle, but she got hit with a bottle on the left side of her head, but cut herself on the right side of the head. Make it make sense, people. Make it make sense. Finally, we get the the match, the the, the finishing of the match. Like I said, all uh, all women except for Penelope were bleeding. People were screaming, "Match of women's match of the year!" Fuck off, fuck off. Anna Jay and Ty Conti win. Then we get Cody and Ethan Page for the TNT Championship. Wasn't a bad match. Um, it's just how how is it that a Cody just cannot is not likable? Like how? How how is this happening? And it's such a quick dig- I'm telling you, it's his wife. I swear they nobody likes his wife. Nobody, I'm telling you. And the fact that you're fucking uh you're, you're so pussy whip that you have to do everything for her, the fans see through it. You're in you're in Florida where your father basically tore up the fucking uh uh the promotions out there tore up the territory of Florida And they're booing you <laughs> They're booing you <sighs> Cody gets the win After like maybe um, Two finishers and a fucking And, uh, and a six pack I mean it's just uh, He hit the crossroads early on And Ethan kicked out of it What happened it was too early in the match to hit the to hit the the, the special, and like in two K, you couldn't hit the 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 special button or the finisher button. Like in fucking um, in the the no mercy series, you did it too early. I I can't. That's gonna close out this week's around the square circle. Um, my MVP of the week. Ah oh, shit. Um, I don't know. Uh. It's toss a, uh, a layup here. Um The fans, I guess. Uh we, we let's just say the fans. Who was able to to stomach through wrestling this week? I'll give it to you guys who actually partook and was part of um the end of the year extravaganza. So I give it to you guys who watched. Make sure you check us out on all the social media outlets. Make us, uh, Check us out on the Like group page on Facebook. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, at Termical Tab. As always, check us out on YouTube and TikTok, on Tabloid. All the podcasting outlets that's available for you guys, RageWorksNetwork.com, as well as RageWorks.net. To close out the episode, just going to tell you guys, don't make changes because it's the new year. You're supposed to make changes for yourself anytime you feel as though you need to make a change. Don't sit there and say, listen, I'm done with your bullshit. I'm bringing some new shit in the new year. Change should come when you feel that change need to come. Resolutions are just things you write on paper and you try to stick to them. If you're not really feeling it, then don't do it. Honestly. Look within yourself and make a resolution for yourself when you're ready to make that resolution. Not because it turned into January first. Alright guys, we out of here. I'm gonna make sure that um I I rest this 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 uh this prize voice box that I have and um get ready for the next episode coming this week. Guys, take you guys later on and um take a buck we out of here. Laters. Turbuckle tabloid.
1: Three, two, one. tabloid